It's time for another edition of Cardinal Cut-Ins. Cardinal Cut-Ins are brought to you by Homestyle Country Cafe, Lake Central Bank, M&M Express Sales and Service, Kaz Hardware, Truman Welters Power Sports, David Bird State Farm Insurance, and Lundeen Brothers Ford. Hey everybody, Jeremy here with my weekly interview with Annandale's head coach, Matt Walder. Coach, tough loss Friday night. You lost to a talented Chargers team as Annandale falls 35-27. to 27. There are a lot of things that went wrong that we kind of been talking about, but you still had a chance to win it, nearly getting the onside kick with 12 seconds left in the game. Uh, what are your takeaways from Friday? What, what did you think of the, the fight that your team had to still be in it right there at the end? I, I mean, I love the fight that we had. D.C. is a good football team. I mean, they're top, one of the top teams in the state. They may be the best team in the state. I mean, we don't know. We'll find that out at the end of the year, uh, whoever comes away with the state championship. But great high school football game. Um, I loved the effort our kids play with. Were we perfect? No. Are there things we need to clean up? Yes. Can we play better? Yes. But things like that happen throughout the season. You know, I was shocked. I woke up Saturday morning. The sun actually came up. It wasn't the end of the world. But I, I, it's a great game for us to learn from. I mean, this early in the year playing the game of that magnitude and against that quality of a football team, you know, we're going to learn a lot. And hopefully that's going to help us out later in the year when, when the games count. Uh, we talked about some things to work on. A lot of a lot of laundry on the field, multiple penalties. You had one one series where it was back to back to back and sportsmanlike penalty uh, and sportsmanlike conduct penalties. Um, you had some offensive penalties as well. Seemed to kind of derail the team uh, on both sides of the ball. How do you work this week to clean up some of those things? Well, you know, first of all, the penalties killed us. I mean, that's one thing we talked about all week long. You get in a game like this and field position. Penalties and turnovers are the three things that decide the game. I mean, you need decent field position. You need to pin them back a little bit. You can't give them extra hidden yards in the penalties. And what do we have, 12, 13 penalties probably, and they had one or two. I mean, that's probably an extra 100 and some yards of hidden yardage that you don't even notice, don't show up in the stat sheet. And then turnovers, um, you know, we tied with the turnover department. We lost the field position battle. I thought they won the field position battle. And obviously they won the penalty battle. You know, a lot of it's just being out of position. I mean, we had a, a face mask penalty um, early in the game, which allowed them, instead of punting, they got the fourth and three, which they ran the ball and ended up scoring a touchdown on it. Just we were out of position, and one of our players had to dive and make a play and, and scrape their face mask. We had several face masks, and those were the personal fouls. We had a horse collar. We had a face mask in there. And that's just basically being out of position. You know, you're reaching instead of getting your body into the play. I mean, I love the effort by the kids on the face mask. The kids trying to punch the ball out from behind. He scraped down and hit kids' face mask. His helmet came off when he did it. And you know, I mean, obviously it's something they have to call. But you know, it's not like our kids are being cheap or anything like that. They're playing hard. We just weren't in very good position, and we need to do a better job of that. We need to move our feet um, so we're not reaching and diving for plays that we're in position to make a good solid tackle, and that'll clean a lot of that up. But it'll be a focus this week. Obviously, when something like that happens. I mean, those things kill you. That was a big um, issue in the game. And and where we refocus and, uh, like I said, learn from it. Like I told the kids after the game, if that was a playoff game and we lost like that, I'd have a really, really sour taste in my mouth and I'd feel bad for the kids because you you beat yourselves. You know, the other team didn't beat you. When you get to the playoffs, you want to make sure the other team beats you. D.C. was really good, but I thought we helped them a lot. Hopefully we learn from it and it's going to make us a better football team down the road. 
Absolutely. And despite the loss and the penalties, a lot of things went right for you offensively on Friday night. In fact, you actually outgained D.C. 349 yards to 348 yards. Last week's offensive player of the game, Carson Gunn, you had another strong game. He passed 36 times for 270 yards and two touchdowns. And this week's this week's player of the game, Hawkin Miller, was on the receiving end of three of those just three of those for 85 yards, though, and a touchdown, and he led the team in receiving yards for the second week in a row. Talk about what Hawk brings to this team and in the offense out there. Hawk's a beast. You know, leadership. You know, the kids The kids follow him. They respect him. He works so hard. You know, just a really, really nice kid, a talented kid, and he brings it. He's a competitor. He likes to win. He likes to compete. Um, he's really improved. You know, we saw some flashes as a sophomore, as a receiver, Last year, I mean, just a different type of year last year with how big we were up front and the way we ran the football in the late start of the season. We didn't throw as much last year, and we didn't need to throw as much last year. You know, this year, I think you're seeing him shine. Just the type of athlete that he is. You've seen him play basketball before. You know he's an incredible athlete on the basketball court. A lot of those skills transfer over. You know, we love to have basketball players at receivers. Pretty much the same skill set. And, uh, you know, he's just, he's physical. He's big. He's fast. He high points the ball like he rebounds in basketball. Just a lot of those skills that you see on the court transfer of the football field. He's a tough cover, and he's gotten faster. You know, he's spent a lot of time in the weight room. He's stronger. He's gotten a little bit faster this year. Um, just a big target. Teams are trying to take Brady away a little bit, and him and Gavin and Bryce. And, you know, we, uh, Tyson Schoberg starting to work his way in there. We have some weapons. Um, they're all working hard. They're all blocking for each other. Um, I think, you know, he's having a big year. I think he'll continue to have a big year. He's just a really tough cover for other teams. Uh, so you, and you just kind of touched on it right there. You do have a lot of depth at receiver. There are five different receivers that were that got catches out there. What does that help you do offensively and having that many different guys? It's not just Brady. It's not just Hawkins that, that teams don't know who's going to get the ball out there. Yeah, I mean, it keeps teams honest. I mean, if you only have one or two kids, teams can, you know, put safeties over the top. They can take things away. You know, we have just a lot of options. If you're going to take somebody away, if you're going to, you know, play safeties high and wide, we can hit you down the middle of the field. Carson's throwing that ball really well. He hit Bryce on another one down the middle of the field with safeties playing pretty deep. They're athletic. They can all throw the football. They can all run the football. So, I mean, we can do a lot of different things with them. We use them part of our running game, and they block well. They block well for each other. We do a lot of bubbles just because our big receivers and strong receivers out there on other teams' D-backs. We had Robert Olson out. You know, hopefully we get him back soon because he's another big kid out there that can catch and block for us. But it just allows us to be creative and do some different things in office, offense and not be so one-dimensional with those type of kids out there. Defensively, you knew you were going to have your hands full. Eli Gilman, I, I've called him multiple times, probably the best athlete in the district, probably one of the one of the best in the state. The Chargers racked up 316 yards of rushing. Uh, Eli had four scores for D.C. Uh, but despite that, your defense had some great performances. Our last week's defensive player of the week, uh, Nelsberg, uh, tied with the lead in tackles with 12. Nick Jennings had a great game with 12 tackles as well. For Defensive Player of the Week, though, we went with junior Zach Milner. He had six tackles and a big sack in the fourth quarter for you, too. And you, we talked about he played really well the week before. Talk about Zach and his development and, and your defense now. Yeah, Zach's been great. Zach's spent a ton of time in the weight room. I mean, he looks like a football <laughs> player. You walk down the hallway, you're like, well, that kid plays football. You know, Zach has a great motor. You know, first of all, you know, Zach's a great kid. Just a happy smiley kid who loves football he just breathes and lives and dies for football and you can tell that passion on the field that he plays with um he's improved so much from week one to week three i thought last week he played great this week he played great you're not going to see him show up in the statue a lot he plays nose for us um 
and we run a three front, so he gets doubled on every single play, and he's just relentless on taking up blockers. You notice Nelsbird had 12 tackles the last couple of weeks. Nels is our middle linebacker. Zach's job is to protect him. If Nels is getting that many tackles, Zach is doing his job. And uh, he's just allowing our linebackers to flow. Hawkins had a lot of tackles. You know, Evan Norgren, you know, Zach's just, he's owning the middle. He's controlling the middle of the field, allowing our backers to, to make plays. Like I said, he's not going to show up in the stat sheet a lot. But if I'm Friday night and I'm watching the game, I'm watching number 75 in the middle because it, it is impressive. His work ethic, his motor, his strength, his, his passion to keep his feet moving uh, plays so hard. He's going to be an animal. If he keeps improving at this rate, um, he, he's going to be just one heck of a football player um, as his career goes on. Now, we head right back out on the road on Friday night. We're going to New London Spicer. They're 2-1 and one as well now. They're only lost to undefeated Watertown. What do you know about the Wildcats? What are what are we looking for on Friday night? Another another brutal game. I mean, it's our schedule's brutal. New London's tough. They 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 have a lot of players out. I mean, they're like us. They're close to seventy kids out, ten through twelve. Ton of size. They're they're huge up front. Tall, big. Um, they have a two hundred sixty five pound fullback. Um, their quarterback reminds me a lot of Carson. You know, smaller kid, but really athletic. He's a point guard in basketball. Uh, makes a ton of plays for them. You know, they're not, they're not one-dimensional. That's probably going to give us the biggest problem. You know, we played Glenko, who ran the football all the time. We played D.C., who ran the football all the time. Zimmerman ran the football for the most part. Uh, I'd say um, New London is about 50-50 between Ron and the past. They have the ability to run the football. They run a lot of trick stuff, a lot of counters, you know, a lot of power sweeps, but then a ton of play action with their quarterbacks. Some really good receivers, some really good athletes. Um, it, it's going to be a really tough matchup for us. Be a great football game. You know, we need, we're a little beat up right now. We need to get healthy. Uh, we need to have a great week of practice to prepare for these guys. But it's going to be a tough matchup. It's going to be a, a really fun football game on Friday. I'm excited to play there. We haven't played there in a few years. They have turf since we played there. Um, a, lot of their, a, lot, a lot of our kids have played on the turf in junior high. But our varsity has not played on there. So it'll be kind of fun to get there and, and, and with that atmosphere and on a nice field like that. But it's going to be a battle. We're going to have to play our A game on Friday just to be competitive. It kind of reminds me of the old Wright County Conference years ago when every week was just an unbelievable battle. And that's kind of what we're getting to right now. Uh, the East Central South has just dominated the game so far. If you look at all the records with Litchfield and Watertown and D.C. and us and New London, just a lot of really good football teams. So it's a great year of football for our league. And it's going to be some fun games on Friday nights. I think this Friday will be just exciting, too. Like you said, the, the schedule doesn't really – you still have three undefeated teams in the in the district. You and you and New London Spice are two and one. I mean, really, other than you – know, you're talking about Holy Family seems a little bit down this year. But, I mean, I, really, I think it's a just about anybody can beat anybody on any given week. So there, there's no off weeks this week or this year for you. No, and we – like I said, our two crossover games were Zimmerman and Princeton, and those are two really good football teams, too. So we don't really get a break, but – that's okay. I mean, you only play eight games, you know, and it's fun when every week means something and it counts towards the standings. And, you know, we're not really worried about a district championship. We want to get better every week and we want to stay healthy and then try to make a run in a section championship. That's kind of our goal every year. The loss on Friday does not change anything with that. Um, hopefully it makes us better and we're excited to move forward. It'll be fun this week.
Absolutely. I know you and I have talking. You roll your eyes every time I even mention the state tournament, but I still remember the years ago when I think you were three and five and, and managed to go to the state tournament and just that that tough schedule that you get every week. It's it, it just getting better towards the playoffs and, and working, like you said, for that section championship. Yeah, as long as you stay healthy, the tough schedule is beneficial because your kids don't get sloppy. When you play bad teams, you get sloppy. You can pick up bad habits. Um, your technique goes a little bit. Um but you just have to stay healthy. You can't get beat up. You know, that's the biggest thing. You, you start the playoffs, you need to have your frontline players healthy, fresh, and ready to go. And that's always a concern when you have a tough schedule is, you know, how healthy are you going to be as the season goes along? Absolutely. Please uh, check out our Cardinal Cut-Ins during the Wright County Sports Update. Also this week, I'll be sitting down with my Offensive Player of the Week, Hawken Miller, and my Defensive Player of the Week, Zach Milner. Um, so make sure to listen for those interviews on air. And on Thursday, I'll put those out as podcasts as well. And, of course, I'll be traveling with the team to New London Spicer this week and provide updates during the game as they take on the Wildcats. And, of course, naming next week's offensive and defensive players of the game. So, Coach, thank you very much for your time. And good luck this week versus New London. Yeah, thanks, Jeremy. Appreciate it. Thank you for listening to Cardinal Cut-Ins. Please make sure to thank all the businesses that make it possible for us to bring you Cardinal Cut-Ins each week, including the Homestyle Country Cafe, Lake Central Bank, M&M Express Sales and Service, Kaz Hardware, Truman Welters Power Sports, David Bird State Farm Insurance, and Lundeen Brothers Ford.